Welcome to another edition of The Couch Attorney. Okay, people, they've arrested all the officers. And they've upgraded the charges from third-degree murder manslaughter to second-degree felony murder. So I want to break down what that charge means and why I feel it is a good charge. Because... The charge means that you intended to commit a felony, and in the commission of that felony, you committed murder. Now, a lot of people might say they wanted first-degree murder charges for the guy with the knee on the neck, and, and other people say, you know, why not charge them all with that, and you get a lot of emotional decision but to me this was a strategical decision because what you want to do is charge them all with the same act so if you go heavy on the first guy and then the other ones aren't charged with the same thing then it's not really the same act but what you can prove you can't prove that they all intended to kill him But you can all prove that they committed felony on that man, which resulted in his death. So I think it was a good charge because now that you've made it one act and one charge, then they can all be charged together. Because you can say one did it and you all participated, aided and abetted. And there's plenty of evidence for that, at least for three of them. Not sure about the last guy, um, you know, at the with the foot and all of that. But what's going to happen here is that it's going to be convictions. I mean, you don't really need much to convict these guys because though, yes, it will be a tough case and it could be a tough case under normal circumstances, I think the elephant in the room that you cannot ignore is that this jury... Other than any jury we've ever had, this jury is under the most pressure ever. Could you imagine them trying to fix their lip, talking about not guilty? You know, where where you going to live at after you say not guilty? You know, you know exactly what's going to happen to the city if you don't make the right decision. And the right decision is one decision, guilty. Sentencing? That's another issue. We'll talk about that. But as far as pressure on the jury, this is going to be incredible. As far as voir dire, when you ask questions about the trial and try to find an impartial jury that hasn't heard these um, cases, hasn't, you know, doesn't know any of the defendants, doesn't know too much about the case, but will give their honest opinion on the results. That's the type of jury that you're looking for. That's going to be totally impossible in this case. There's not a person in the United States that doesn't know what's going on right now. Unless you are deep in the backwoods and you have no television and no neighbors, that's about the only way you don't know what's going on in this country right now. So... Um, that's what's happening. You got a lot of things that's going to come after this. Um, you know, with 
people wanting to see change and and how that change is going to come about. But as far as the sentencing is concerned, let me touch that real quickly. The maximum is 25 years. For this charge, the maximum is 25 years. So I could see, if I had to guess, I would say he'd get 15 and the rest of them would get 10. So we'll see if that will satisfy. Or maybe 20. But, you know, I don't know if they'll give him the max because this will be heavily litigated. And he is going to fight. But in the end, I think there will be guilty charges and we'll see how the public reacts to this and we'll see about creating change. I'm going to do another podcast where I break down with video every second of that encounter with George Floyd. And so look for that in the next edition of The Couch Attorney.